Here's an interesting thing I've found, that I much prefer being uncomfortable than comfortable. And my question for you on today's Untapped podcast is, which do you prefer? Welcome to Untapped, a weekly podcast where you can learn, apply and share how to go beyond your human potential to live your best possible life. Join me, Natalie Sisson, on my personal challenges and experiments, including training for triathlons, as well as my interviews with inspiring everyday people who've pushed through their own mental, physical, and entrepreneurial boundaries to reach their full potential. I guess I've been thinking about this a lot because my partner Josh the other day said to me, I realize how much I value convenience and comfort. And I was like, hmm, that's really fascinating because I think that most people quite honestly do. I mean, we all love things to be convenient and easy, right? It makes our lives easier. And comfort is a kind of wonderful, lovely thing to snuggle up to in whatever format. But I personally know, and so do many people who have researched this, that real growth comes when you're uncomfortable, when you're experiencing discomfort, when you're on the edge of what you're uncomfortable with. That is where you really experience personal growth. And I believe that is why I am so enjoying competing for triathlons. I guess it's why I've always loved competing in sports, because it extends you, it challenges you, it pushes you further than you realize you can go. And in triathlons as an individual sport versus a team sport like Ultimate Frisbee that I've loved for years, there's nobody else on that journey than you. There's nobody else you can turn to when you're feeling tired in the swim or when your legs are burning up on the cycle or when you feel like stopping and walking and giving up on the run. There's nobody else but you. And at that point, you get to decide, am I stopping or am I carrying on? Am I putting one foot in front of the other? Am I pushing one more revolution of this pedal and carrying on? And that's what I love about it. And since training for triathlons, which I started doing in October 2018, again, I I did them around 15 years ago. I did just one or two small ones, and then I kind of left it and I went into other sports. And this time I'm really determined to keep this as part of my life's journey. I'm just really fascinated by what you can gain out of doing a triathlon. It's a personal journey of micro-improvements. That's how I see it. I don't see myself as anything special out there, but every single athlete who competes in a triathlon is special because they're a rare part of society who's stepped up to go, you know what, I'm going to throw myself in the ocean or the lake. I'm then going to cycle and then I'm going to run and I'm going to compete in three completely different disciplines, one of which usually somebody doesn't really love. So if you're a triathlete, you typically don't love the swim unless you're a really good swimmer. Or in my case, you know, the run is the part of the triathlon that you have the most mental battles with, but you're still improving. And it's just a fascinating place in which to grow personally, but it also extends into every other area of your life. For me, it's brought me way more confidence back in my business and my coaching and in the areas in which I want to grow in a work-related scenario. It's brought me more confidence, discipline, and focus to how I live my life by design, how I go about organizing things, what I prioritize. And so it ripples over into every aspect of my life and even into my relationships, just being way more focused on hanging out with the right people, with motivated, focused, generous, impactful, 
smart, intelligent, awesome people versus, you know, being mediocre versus not living your best life versus sitting on the couch versus going out for a training run. These are the kind of decisions that I now get to make. And so much of that has been sparked by pushing my own personal areas of growth and then seeing it ripple out into the rest of my life. And I'm not alone in this. Most people who have taken on an adventure, a big personal growth goal, anything in their life that has been a big project that has really stretched them unbelievably, even if they've gone on a roller coaster ride and had moments where they just didn't think they could go on, when they've pushed through and they've come out the other side, it is immense. The feeling of success and achievement and just being proud and at the same time humble by your experience is like no other. And as I said, it ripples out into the rest of your life, into your relationships with your friends and your family, and even the relationship that you have with yourself going forward. So why I wanted to discuss this more today is that stepping outside your comfort zone is worth it, even when it's uncomfortable. And so I want to challenge you today to think about areas that you may not have been doing this, areas where you would love to start seeing change in your life, where you think you've been stagnating, where you've been playing it safe across all areas of your life. Now, I've talked to you on this podcast before about one of my proudest achievements in terms of what I've created and jointly with Josh, which is Life Pilot. And we were actually just doing our Life Pilot Sunday reflection in Byron Bay tonight where I've just recently partaken in the Byron Bay Triathlon. And we always do our reflection for the week and look at our life pilot for the week in a different location, like somewhere that's not our home, because it takes you out of the environment you're used to and it sort of sets the scene. It's just always more interesting and refreshing and creative to be in a completely different environment. And as we sat there, we really actually made some changes to life pilot. It was awesome. We came up with some ways to make it more responsive to make it more focused and prioritizing what you need to do and also to embed in even more accountability. And you might remember that some of the categories that I talked about in Life Pilot that we put in and we suggest for people to make their own are around health, relationships, wealth, work, lifestyle, personal growth, habits, and impact. These are some of the key ones that we work with all the time that we speak to. And as we were sitting there tonight, we were really delving into the finances. We were delving into our habits. We were delving into our mindset and growth. And we were calling each other out on where we felt we had been playing it safe or where we had been not committing to projects that we've been doing or saying that we wanted to do and then realizing, you know, maybe they weren't as important as we thought. And then we also had some beautiful, magical moments of really envisioning three, six, nine, and 12 months out into the future, which is totally doable for most of us to do. When you start looking at three and five years, it gets a little trickier and, and often harder for people to really hone in on what they want. But I really love sprints of 90 days and six months and 12 months because that's very doable and very achievable. And also it is quite a stretch for people and stretching is good. And it was just fascinating to really think about what we've achieved and the difference in how we go about living our daily lives. And as I mentioned at the very start of this podcast, Josh really loves comfort and convenience and he realizes where that's been good for him, but also where it's held him back. And I love uncomfort and stretching myself and always striving for more. And I appreciate how far that's gotten me in life and how it's allowed me to grow and become the person I have. And I can also see sometimes the detriments of always 
wanting to strive and achieve. And that's why I've really appreciated the last couple of years for just being able to rest a little more and and not be doing as much of that, but also recognizing that's where I operate best when I'm pushing myself. The thing is that as a long-term strategy, comfort is actually unsafe. And that's because it usually leads to self-absorption, boredom, and even discontent. And that's what Josh and I were discussing tonight. You know, where do you think you're settling? And where is this you not playing your best moves? Where are you not living up to your own expectations? And where are you not valuing yourself and really putting your best foot forward? And regardless of what you know or read, everybody wants growth. The ability to consistently improve and be better and smarter and stretch yourself is quite wonderful. And the comfort zone is a space where you just don't want to be. It's where your activities and behaviors fit a routine and pattern that minimizes stress and risk, which is lovely for a small time. But when you look back on it, it's never going to allow you to fully live a life in a way that is compelling to you, that has purpose and meaning. Because if you're always looking to minimize stress and any risk in your life, any uncomfortable moments, any confrontations, all that stuff, you're never going to have the opportunity to grow and see how you react in those moments and how you define yourself by stepping up in the times when pressure, stress and risk seem scary, right? Those are the moments in which even if we fail, we are not a failure. We learn a lesson and we push on. And we take that lesson into the next time and the next time we approach it in a different way and we have a completely different outcome that gives us confidence, that gives us more grace, that gives us more ability and capability to tackle the next thing. The thing is that growth requires discomfort. And if you stick with what's comfortable, you're giving up any hope of surprising yourself, of finding greatness, of having the best experiences human life has to offer. Here's another reason why I want you to think about not being comfortable. Comfort kills creativity and productivity. Your body and mind crave easy routines and we naturally gravitate towards our safe zones. But your growth and my growth depends on discomfort. It pays to explore new routines, paths, ideas, disciplines, and even new ways to be better at what you do. And I'm not saying that routines aren't a good thing, but Have you noticed that when you're growing, you're actually changing and bettering your routine? You're making what I like to say micro improvements. Like when I'm training for my triathlon, there's a certain amount of routine and then I know I'll always be cycling, swimming and running every single week and doing different forms of training within that. And I'll be doing some strength training, but I'm always changing this up and that pushes me, that extends me, that helps me grow, you know, that changes the way in which my muscles react It allows me to see micro improvements in my training so that I'm always getting better. If I just did the exact same training for swimming, cycling and running every single week, I wouldn't actually improve. At some point, my muscles will probably atrophy and I'll potentially even go backwards rather than progressing. So I'm all for routines and I'm all for streamlining what you do in both your life and work but you need to keep improving on what you're streamlining. That's why with my standard operating procedures and the processes and flows in my work, I'm always looking to better them. Like what can we minimize? What can we cut out? What can we do better? Because routines and processes and flows are there for a reason, but they're there to be improved on, not to just stay doing the same thing. And if you leave things unchecked, you always default towards a more comfortable path and your comfortable zone 
provides the state of mental security. And you can understand why it's really hard to kick your brain out of your comfort zone because let's be honest, it's a pretty safe place to play and to stay and it's easy. You often think you feel good there because you know it so well and you know that nothing's going to push you and that you can get by on not doing much. This is in relationships. This is in work. This is in health. If you're in the sort of comfort zone, it's a lovely place to be. And there's nothing wrong with staying in your comfort zone. In fact, you should get back to your comfort zone from time to time, both to relax and actually to process your experiences. The point here that I'm trying to make is to stretch your boundaries to grow and get better. And if you don't deliberately explore new habits and ways to challenge you to grow, you end up doing whatever feels best in the moment, whether that means surfing the web when you should be working, watching TV when you should be exercising or avoiding a difficult conversation rather than confronting the situation head on. We're actually biologically wired to stay within a certain amount of comfort as well and to avoid any unnecessary pain that comes from stretching beyond it. However, as I've mentioned, to continue to grow in your capacity to do great work, you need to regularly challenge that biological instinct by jumping over hurdles that force you to grow. And one of the ways that you can do this is to keep continuously learning, to be curious, to acquire new skills, to read outside of the scope of what you normally read, to converse with people outside of your own social networks that you just think you may never ever socialize with, but who can teach you so much, to research things thoroughly rather than going on sort of, you know, things that you heard your friends say or things that you might have just seen come up in an article. Do your due diligence, get curious, push yourself, learn more. These are all things that I'm saying to you because I'm also saying them to myself right now. You realize it's May, it's middle of May, 2019. And I'm thinking we are into the fifth month of the year and there are so many things that I want to do, be, experience, achieve, finish, complete, ship. And all of these things have a purpose in my life, in your life, and hopefully in the world. Like, all of them seem not equally important, but important. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing them, right? And I'm sure you have a lot of those things on your list as well. And none of those things are going to come while you're in your comfort space, while you're going, you know, I'll get to this next week, or I'll put this on my list for next month, or I've got these other goals that I'm trying to work on, but really you're not working towards any of them. That's a place you don't want to be. And that is partly because you've gotten into a little comfort routine of just assuming that, you know, things are going to happen and there's going to be a time and space for them to happen at some point throughout the year. And yes, you'll get onto that book you're writing and yes, you'll design that website you've been holding off on and yes, you'll launch that product and yes, you'll go on that trip. Well, I'm telling you right here and right now because I'm also telling myself in this little pep talk you need to get out of your comfort zone and make those things happen now, not in a week, not in a month, because that next week will turn into the week after next and the week after next. And that next month will turn into August and then October and then next year. And you'll be like, damn it, I still haven't done these things that are seemingly so important to me or so worthwhile or could really make an impact. Why? Why? Because I'm not prepared to shift up my current state of how I do things. Why? Because I'm not prepared to get up earlier in the morning. Why? Because I'm not prepared to commit to these and mark out time in my calendar now to get them done rather than just hope that they will magically appear done in the coming weeks and months. It's time, folks. 
it is time if you're listening to this and you were just looking for a little pep talk, even if I've kind of gone around the subject, this is all about what do you need to do right now to shake yourself up, to really do a good audit of how you are spending your time each day and go, where am I settling? Where am I playing it safe? What have I been putting off for way too long? And what am I going to commit to doing right now? Commit to you, Natalie. I'm going to leave a comment below this podcast that you can find at nataliesisson.com forward slash 019. And I'm going to leave a comment on what I am going to do to get out of my comfort zone and make the rest of this year and every year after epic. This is me helping you to get out of your comfort zone. And I'm going to share with you right now what I am doing to get out of my comfort zone, although I do think that I tend to spend quite a bit of time outside of it, triathlons and competing in them like I just did this weekend. And I am doing this coming weekend in Stradbroke Island in Brisbane is definitely me out of my comfort zone. It's my first time ever doing an international triathlon. It was my first time ever disassembling my bike, bringing it to Australia and reassembling it all by myself, which was a scary moment because when I got on it for the triathlon, I hoped like crazy that I had put it back together in the right way and that the brakes were going to work and the wheels wouldn't fall off. That was me out of my comfort zone, jumping in a completely new stretch of ocean. That is definitely me out of my comfort zone. Some of the ideas that I have coming up for my business and repositioning my brand and what I do that is definitely me stepping out of my comfort zone. Some of the areas that I am wanting to learn more and get curious about and research, um, the future of work, human potential, which is what this whole podcast is about. These are things that I'm deepening my understanding of and I'm still nowhere near a student of in the capacity that I'd love to be, but I am happy to talk about them on this podcast. I am happy to vlog about them. I am happy to write about them. I'm happy to research them, continue to learn, continue to teach on them because it's helping me to stretch and grow and fully understand more about us as humans, about our behavior, about why we don't stretch, about when we do, why it's so important to us and how much we can actually grow when we step outside of that zone of comfort. So, These are just a couple of the ways in which I am looking to stretch and grow. And another one is around financial growth and really getting a full handle on my financial worth right now and potentially selling one of my properties and going into investing in shares, businesses and other areas that I am looking to learn more about. And so some of these are big changes that are a little bit scary or, you know, a pretty big commitment to make happen. And They're going to help my financial worth. These are things that I am definitely considering acting on in the next one to two weeks that are pretty significant in my life. They're going to change a lot of where my financial wealth is, going to mix it up in a different portfolio. And it's just going to be really interesting to me. And it's coming at a time in my life where I think it's really good to focus on. So yeah, that's how I'm stepping out of my comfort zone over the coming weeks and months. And with the help of LifePilot, which you can check out more of at lifepilot.co, I'm going to be doing this with Josh and our other lovely, beautiful LifePilot members who have basically used this methodology for themselves and are using it in a great way. And I'm really looking at my life by design and how I'm stepping up and stepping out and continuing to push and become the best version of myself, tap into my potential, make an impact, and live a life that I love. 
I appreciate that this podcast might have been a little rambly tonight, but that's because I'm coming to you live from Byron Bay. It's crazy raining outside, even though it was beautiful today. I'm looking at this gorgeous big dream capture, which they have here in the Airbnb. It's a gorgeous space. I didn't bring my podcast mic, but I just felt inspired to talk about getting out of your comfort zone and growth after experiencing so much of this myself recently and knowing that this is where I operate from best. And I know that's not necessarily true for every single person, but almost every single person I know who is stretched beyond their comfort zone, which may be completely different to mine and to yours, has always, always been proud of doing that and never, ever regretted it. So if I can leave you with one thing, any leap of faith that you make, any discomfort that you feel will always lead to more growth and to betterment and improvement and joy down the track, even if it doesn't feel like it in this moment. So just remember that you've got to experience some discomfort in order to grow and feel the joy of that growth. Go to it. I'm Natalie from the Untapped Podcast. And if you're enjoying this content and the fact that it's completely ad-free, sponsor-free, and just pure content and goodness, please head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash love. And I'd love to say a special shout out to Tracy, who was the first person to donate to me. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to many more folks stepping up to say, yes, I support you, Natalie, in the work you do. I love that you offer this ad-free. I love that you create this podcast on your own terms and your own investment. And I'm happy to support the work that you do. That would just make my day. Here is to your untapped version of yourself and reaching your full potential.